The first and best victory is to conquer self. Welcome to the Conqueror Approach, a journey of self-mastery. To cultivate our mind, body, spirit, financial literacy, and allow our light to shine upon the world. Brought to you by me, your host, U.S. Navy submarine veteran and entrepreneur, Musa Mikkel. Let's conquer. Thank you for joining me today on The Conquer Approach. I really appreciate you for tuning in today. I want to talk about something that's helping me navigate my life as a whole and how to influence every relationship that we have for the better. Stay tuned and you get to know how to use these things that I'm learning as well. There's a quote that comes to mind that you might have heard before. And it says, you don't attract what you want. You attract what you are. I've heard it several times. However, recently, I put it in a better context for myself and how, how that applies to me in my own life. You don't get what you want. You get what you are. And now I keep playing that in my mind. I don't get what I want. I get what I am. How am I being? How am I, how am I right now? What am I showing up as? Because that is what I end up attracting. And then I repeats the cycle of anger. And then I, I attract that. And then why is that? Is what I ask myself. And what is it that we truly want? First, I think that's the first thing we have to address. What is it that we truly want? What type of relationships do we truly want? What type of quality of life do we really want? And then how can I be that? How do I shift internally to become that so that I can attract more of that? Maybe that looks like having a great career, a great relationship, a great business, wealth, whatever that looks like, whatever success, peace, happiness looks like for you. The question is, how am I going to attract that? How am I going to get that in my life? I'm learning that it is me and how I am with myself that can attract that. I must be that. I must become all of which I want to attract. I have to become the person worthy of re receiving that. I have to be the person that is equal to that. Can't ask for something and, and not be able to receive it. There's a great analogy that I heard someone talk about is if your garage is full to the max, you cannot put a brand new car in there. If it's full, if you are full, if your mind is full of crap and other things that are worthless, you can't put treasured items in there. You can't receive because there's no space. There's no space to receive the greatness that is out there if we're caught up with other things. So now it's about emptying the thoughts, emptying those patterns, emptying those beliefs so that I can adopt new ones that actually open up the opportunities to come into my life, to create wealth, to create great relationships and everything like that. If we want trust, are we being trustworthy? If we want great communications, are we being a great communicator? If we want maximum health and output from our body, are we fueling and taking care of our body as it is required to operate at that level? It was defined to me, actually, what 
being was, how my being in the moment. And the best way I could put it is your being in the moment is whatever you're contributing in that moment. And I had to ask myself, what am I contributing to the moment? If I walk in and I'm frustrated, I'm pissed off to be around someone, which happens a lot. I'm contributing in that moment, frustration, stress, anger, annoyance. And then I elicit, I receive the same back because that is what I'm projecting. And that is one of the biggest lessons that I'm learning and I'm putting into practice, but it is hard. It is not easy to project what you want, even if you don't feel it. However, that is the practice right there. That is the journey. That is the journey of improving that aspect because we don't have to respond to whatever impulse we feel, but we have to be aware enough to shift that, to project what we want to receive and not just operate off emotional habits or just sheer emotion, right? We can take that because again, one of my favorite quotes between stimulus and response, there's a space in that space lies as opportunity to choose our response that space is every moment. Every time I feel myself being triggered, there's a space I can choose. I could still be angry, right? Anger or sadness or frustration or annoyance. Those are not bad. There's no negative emotion. It is what we do with that after, right? So I could be angry. I could punch somebody in the face. That's, that's bad, right? That, that is not a good option. However, if I'm angry and I'm aware of that, and I take 10 minutes of breathing exercise or, or just separate myself and focus on my body, go in prayer, go and go and relax, go in meditation. I still had that anger, but I used it. I channeled it into a different mechanism by projecting at my anger or my, my frustration as it is. I elicit, I bring in, I, I call to myself more of that. But when I project what could be, if I can have the, the willingness and patience with myself to imagine a different outcome. If I can imagine a different outcome, I could see a different outcome. I can project differently. If I could see myself not being upset, pissed off, controlled by this situation or this person, I can choose to act differently. I could behave differently. I could speak differently. I won't say things that I don't mean. I won't give off the, the vibration that I don't mean to give off. And it is a challenge because it happens every day. <laughs> and it happens for a lot of people, I know. However, there's this quote I'll read you by, I like saying his name, Johann Wolfgang von Goethe. But it is, treat a man as he is and he will remain as he is. Treat a man as he could be and he will become all that he should be. I heard the quote before, however, I never practiced it. I was like, okay, that, that sounds cool. That's a nice quote for being 500 years old or whatever. And I started realizing how I wasn't applying that knowledge, right? And knowledge that is not applied is as useful as having no knowledge. So I, I realized how my closer relationships were continuing to frustrate me and trigger me. And I was treating them as they were and... I think that's what added to my frustration of them remaining that way or as me perceiving them to remain the same, not changing, right? Me being controlling, 
trying to change somebody, which is not a possible task. You cannot change somebody. You can influence them to go within and change themselves, but change happens from the inside out. So you can't just go and change somebody. And then the more I project my frustration with their behavior, that's not going to change them. That's only going to validate their limiting belief that's recreating those behaviors. I know. Whatever you're projecting, if you're scolding or shaming, you are validating the belief in that person's subconscious that is creating that behavior. And I learned this and I was like, wow. Then I started shaming myself, right? (laughs) Validating my limiting beliefs. Like, wow, I really suck at this, huh? I'm not that great communicator or whatever. Lies, limiting beliefs that create more of that. I can change it though. Now with the awareness and knowledge and practical applicability. And now I can create a new outcome. Now with that knowledge, I can see, imagine something different I can create. It is so easy to point out somebody's faults or or point out when you're angered because it's an emotional response. It doesn't even take you thinking about it. It just happens. And automatically your brain, deepest part of your brain is identifying What's a risk? What's scaring me? What's a threat? And if you're pissed off and angry, you initially, you automatically jump into that fight response. Whatever that is programmed in your mind, whatever that is, is initially what's going to happen before you can even think about it. That's why a lot of times people say, well, I don't even, I did, I did something really dumb, but I, I don't know why I did that. I wasn't thinking. Yeah, you weren't thinking. And it's scientifically proven. You weren't thinking. You were responding with Your brain, your fight or flight system, your nervous system, and whatever was programmed in there, whatever habit is developed in there and wired in there, that's what's going to come out. Whatever, and that's why people, it's very hard to change without understanding these awareness and working on the habits, small, a small part of the habit at a time. You're not just going to wake up one day and be, all right, I'm not angry. No, it's noticing. I notice when I'm angry. Now I, I, I'm reprogramming, instead of verbalizing it in a negative fashion, I'm reprogramming my body. I'm still doing this, so I haven't mastered it, to go separate myself and meditate, breathe, and change the physiology of my body, change the state. That energy can come out in negative vibration out my mouth and words and hurtful things, or I can go run, and it's expending that energy. Or I could scream in a pillow. Or I can meditate, or I can listen to music, or there's other ways to use and channel that emotion. It doesn't have to be, okay, I'm, uh, and some people, this is a mistake that I used to do. I would be pissed off, and I understand it's better not to verbalize or not to take it out on people or not to show that I'm angry, so I suppress. And that's ineffective also. So suppressing it doesn't just suppress anger, it suppresses all of your energy. And that's why. People will feel drained, tired, worn out, burnt out because they spent so much time suppressing that energy. You're not just suppressing anger, you're suppressing all of the energy. And then that's why people might contribute if they walk into a room, they bring the heavy or they, they, the, the vibration in the room goes down and, and the, the, it gets quieter or it just, whatever the case is, because their energy is not broadcasting naturally from their body it's being suppressed and our energy 
synchronizes with that. That's what happens. Same thing if somebody is high vibration, they're happy, they're peaceful, they have a lightness. They bring, they walk into the room, there's a lightness about it. And they, they bring the light. People use the expression, you light up the room because their energy is, is, is vibrating naturally, right? Like waves, sine waves. If it's suppressed, it's, it's a lot shorter, it's smaller. We can feel that. Without thinking about it, we feel it. That is the wisdom of our heart to recognize that kind of energy. The sad part about not having the emotional intelligence to communicate and project differently, which I'm guilty of it, is that the people you love the most, the closest relationships in your families, your spouse, your partners, your business partner, this, they usually suffer the most. Those relationships are usually are taking most of the beating. It, it's harder to project all the time. And the closest relationships we have are usually the ones we struggle communicating with the most. Maybe we were seeing them not live up to their potential. Maybe that's what frustrates. I know that's, I've seen that in some of my family members and I could see so much in you. I see so much potential. I can see you doing so much great, but I feel like you're wasting it. But I don't know how to communicate it, so I just shame or I'm angry or I'm pissed off or I'm like, I don't even want to talk to you. Like, I don't even know how to communicate. And I'm projecting that. And that might be the very thing that's validating the beliefs that are creating those things that I don't want. We attract what we are. We get what we are, not what we want. And this, this is still... Pivotal. Every moment of the day, I'm, I'm think, I can think about this. If I'm being conscious and aware, what am I projecting? If you think somebody was rude to you, well, did you project happiness and positivity? And if you did and they were rude back, okay, I'm not attached. It's hard, but it, it's a practice. <laughs> it's a journey to self-mastery. Someone cuts you off, don't get attached. You're projecting that anger. You're tailgating them, honking and doing whatever, you had, gestures with your hands. You're projecting more of that frustration. Anytime you walk into a room, you're projecting your energy. You can't hide it. You cannot hide the energy that you're projecting in every moment. We are open broadcasts. There is an electromagnetic field that scientists say emanate from your heart that is a hundred times more powerful than the electromagnetic field that emanates from your your brain the most powerful electromagnetic force of the human body is our heart they can even measure that electromagnetic field and frequency accurately up to three feet away from your body without even touching it with an electrocardiogram wow they can measure this energy scientifically. Like it's not, it's not crazy. People have been talking about this for thousands of years or whatever. And people are like, you're weird. You're like, woo woo, whatever. It's not woo woo at all. No more. <laughs> it is scientifically proven. There's measurements. There's graphs. People can see it. There's science behind it. We synchronize with that. So if I'm projecting a low frequency, someone's going to synchronize with that frequency. Just like a, a radio receiving frequencies from the radio tower to play that music. If the 
Radio Tower is projecting angry music, whatever, for this example, angry, pissed off music, that radio that's receiving it is going to play back that whatever it's receiving. That's the power of energy, frequency, vibration, which is what we are. When we break down the atom to its smallest form, it is energy. We are energy. I want to keep you with this. Keep visualizing what could be and act as if it is so, even if it isn't, so that can become so. This is when faith plays a role. We can't see it. So it's not real. I can't see it. It's not real. It isn't about seeing it until you can believe it. It's about believing it and you will see it. You don't see and then believe. You believe and then see because that shapes your perception. You get what you project. I learned this the hard way. I'm sure a lot of people are as well. You project positivity, light, love, care, empathy, and you receive it. And the opposite holds true. Go on and create a better life for you and your family and have some amazing relationships. Much love and thank you for tuning in. That is all for this episode. Thank you for tuning in. If you found any value in this episode, someone you know will also. Please share, subscribe, leave a rating and review so we can reach more people, have a farther ripple and a larger impact. Stay grateful. I appreciate you. And remember, you are a conqueror.